guys. You're listening to Mama Knows Podcast with your host, Nina Cavajola, aka Balconina. Join in weekly as she walks alongside you to navigate topics around motherhood, mental health, self-love, and relationships. The good, bad, and funny. I invited Tom on the episode today. Thank you, Tom, for being here. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) The people wanted you. They wanted your life advice. You are in for a treat. (laughs) If you guys have ever watched our Sunday confessions on Instagram, then you are in for a treat. Because no, people don't ask us for life advice there, but we sure as heck share our opinions and we are very different. I would say. So I had a bunch of my followers submit life advice questions for Tom and I, and we are going to answer them based on what we think as your friends. We are not professionals. We are not doctors. We are. I'm a professional. He's a professional sarcasm dealer. Dealer. (laughs) All right. So we're going to jump in. Tom, do you have any words for the people? Do you want to? Introduce yourself? No. And do you at least tell them who you are? Tom. Who are you? Uh, I am Tom. I am Nina's husband, a giver of life advice, smart person of all things. Some would say a holy man. Oh my God. <laughs> Others would not. But you know, hey, that's a holy man. Yeah, Get well, out of I'm here. A man, I have a hole. We are having a glass of wine. It's been so long since we've had a glass of wine together. Not that long. All right. Let's go here with the very first question being, how would you deal with a partner that has a porn addiction? I'll let you go first. I mean, stereotypically, it probably doesn't sound like it'd be that bad of a thing for a guy. But I mean, if it's an addiction, it's obviously going to be a problem. So how would you deal with it? I don't know. Get rid of the internet. That's very logical. I mean, easy. Get rid of the internet. (laughs) There's internet everywhere. There's data. Yeah. Facebook listening to you. No, I don't know. Probably just, you got to talk to them about it. And I mean, if they're not willing to get the help, there's nothing you can really do, but you got to get them to see the damage that it's causing them and their family and everybody else. Yeah, I feel like this is just such a loaded topic because addiction is addiction and you can't just like make someone snap out of something and they have to be the ones that want that themselves and they have to be in like the right state of mind. And I guess if I was in those shoes, I would offer my support and like try to work through like encourage therapy, encourage this and that. And, but there's also a point in your life and your relationship where you have to protect yourself. So, you know, I hate to say it, like if it's not a marriage and it's, you know, you're just boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, not married. And it keeps happening. Like you have to consider like, is it worth it? Is this worth the long haul? Um, obviously in marriage, you can consider that stuff too, but I feel like in marriage, you're a little bit more committed and should try to figure it out. Eh? Si, senor. I feel like someone's going to come at us for some of this advice. I don't care. What are they going to do? You don't care because nobody comes at you. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So this is kind of a very specific question. 
as a parent, how would you handle rage induced by certain medications in children, knowing that they don't have much control in the moment? So your child is having rage. They don't have control because it's induced by the medication. How would you handle it as a parent? Well, for me, I feel like we're on this going to be on the same page here, but I would just make sure that the child is in a safe place and that my body's safe and be there for my child emotionally and physically. If you have to hold the child to keep him or her and yourself safe, then do so. But I mean, I, I whatever you got to do to keep everyone safe, I guess, but just provide emotional support as much as possible. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're probably going to have to find some sort of like outlet to get rid of some of the anger and rage and energy so that even when it does happen, they're not like built up, but yeah, it's a medication causing it. It's going to happen. You just kind of got to watch for the signs and try to help them through it. Yeah. Thinking of you though, that's, that's gotta be tough. Um, Okay. So this one, this question is for us. It's not really like life advice, but I guess we could spin it like, I know us. Advice-ish. So it says, what are some little things you do for each other that make you feel loved? (laughs) Long pause. What do I do for you that makes you feel loved? Okay, so there's a few things. Projects that I don't have to ask you and or remind you to do that you just do and without complaining. Love that. Very easy to make me feel loved. I'm a big time complainer. (laughs) Okay, but for real, like little things that you do that make me feel super loved are like buying me my favorite this and that or like when you run to the store and you pick me up something that you know I like or ice cream cream, or like not even that every time, but like you knew I'm on like the Celsius kick. So you bought me a case of Celsius. Like I thought that was super thoughtful. Um, So when you do things like that for me that. I don't have to ask for, and I I can tell you're thinking about me. Mm. Also, when you talk to me and like tell me that you appreciate me and just but like words of affirmation, basically, which doesn't happen often because you don't talk a lot. But what I I don't believe this that. is my this is my shameless plug of like fucking tell me <laughs> that. You, I'm the best. That's shameless anymore. I need to be. (laughs) Okay. What about you? Kind of some of the same. Like, yeah, you just randomly do little things like that make me know you were thinking about me instead of just going about your day. But also, you're very good at checking in with me and how I'm doing. Like, making sure, like, I'm feeling good. Okay. Don't need anything. Don't need a break. Uh, Hey, I'm running to the store. Do you, do you need anything or do you want to go? So you get a break, things like that. So you're really good about that. Good. Okay. What would Tom and Nina do? A girl is really into the BJ and pops a digit in the poop shoot. Poop shoot. How do you react? Okay. So she's really into the BJ and all of a sudden who, wait, who's, uh, whose digit is going into whose poop shoot? Hers is going into his. Oh, so like, how would you react if I did that to you? <laughs> Ew, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, I don't think there's really a right or wrong answer. That's just. Would you be like, okay, hey, girl. Yes, queen. No, um, (laughs) I don't know. I probably wouldn't be like super impressed with just somebody shoving a finger in my butt without like, hey, is this something you're into or. I mean, you got to experiment, I guess, but I feel like there's, there's lines you don't cross without being like, hey, bro, let me talk to you about this quick. But I also feel like Tom, okay, so Tom's not one, he's not confrontational. Like, he would just, <laughs> he would just take that digit. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Well, I mean, I, I don't not like it. I, how do you want me to? I what do you know. want me to say? <laughs> Uh, okay, and then she said, on the flip side, Nina, your reaction to unprompted and unrequested booty tickle. Booty tickle? Like, bu- like, like butthole? Or well, like... I don't mean the cheek, lady. <laughs> oh, booty tickle. Like, I feel like you're always, like, slapping my butt. Are they talking like... Yeah, they're... Yeah. Like the... Did, did you... Yeah. Okay. I would be like, WTF are you doing? I just pooped. <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't say that, but maybe like if I did, I don't know. Tom and I are very different. I would, I'm very confrontational in, in a, in a respectful way. Like I'm, I'm going to say what I think. I think I would be definitely taken. I don't know. I feel like we're on the spot right now. This is not life advice. Well, you know, somebody's life. What would you do? I'm asking you, the person listening to this, if your partner just like shoved a digit inside the poop chute. I mean, it seems like they might be into that thing if there's multiple questions about fingers and buttholes. Well, that person, but I'm talking my my listeners right now. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. This is a good one because you and I probably have no idea what to say to it. Where do I meet a guy besides online or a bar? I'm a single mom in my 40s. Soccer practice. Yeah. Gyms, grocery store. Oh, gyms is a good one. That's a really good one. Gyms, grocery store. Hold on. I had one and I slipped away. Prison. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) It's an option. No. It is an option. What is she going to do? Yell at him through her cell? I didn't say she goes to prison. Like she goes to meet a guy at prison. Like mm, I mean, they're mm-hmm. like pen pals and pen pals. Church, also like toddler. Oh, I guess I don't know how old your kids are, but a lot of times single parents will bring their kids to like those little library activity things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are ways, but you have to definitely be Speed more dating <laughs> concerts. Is that no? That would be hard. When I'm at a concert, I'm trying to sing. What if there's no singing? Smooth jazz. Oh, well, I'm not going to any smooth jazz concert. <laughs> Broaden sure. your horizons. I hope that was helpful. Let me know if you meet someone. I have no single friends for you. I'm so sorry. Okay, somebody wants to know if she should stay at her current job, which she hates. But she just got a $4 an hour raise because of the economy. Do I stay or do I go? Uh, first thing you do is you look for another job without making a decision. If there's something that is more you, supports you financially, makes you happier, 
then 100% you leave. If it's going to be something to where you are going to be more miserable because you cannot afford to live your lifestyle, you got to tough it out till you can get to a place where you can. I agree. In short, start looking, find something you love, and then leave. You don't got to tell anybody. I don't know. For me, it's never you been about. Tell me. I won't tell anyone. I would rather be happy. Like, you got to think about this. You're doing this more times out of your day and week than you're not, assuming you're working full time, like 40 hours a week. I would rather be happy and not miserable than have a few hundred dollars more. I mean, I guess, you know, everyone's different too, though. So I hope that helps. All right. We got a good one here. It's kind of long. I'm just going to read it out loud. What would either of you do if you were the designated stay-at-home parent and your other half is the full-time working parent and they are very reluctant to do any of the housework or help out with your two small children? There's been endless conversations about the. Okay, this person at this point is now venting and I love it. There's been endless conversation about needing help with this, but it's always the same result with my other half saying he can't work a full-time job every day of the week and help all the time with the kids at home. I'm very grateful for being able to stay at home with the kids, but I'm on my own much of the time and I'm starting to feel drained and taken advantage of. Am I being too dramatic or thinking this is unacceptable? Thank you so much, guys. This podcast episode is brought to you by Dime Beauty. In order to love your skin again, you have to take care of it. Dime Beauty is luxurious skincare and beauty that is clean, effective, and affordable. I've been using a variety of Dime Beauty products for over two years, and as a busy mom of two in her 30s, I can genuinely say that Dime has changed my skincare game. I've noticed that I go way more days without makeup, and on days that I do wear makeup, my skin literally glows. My favorite products are the Eyelash Boost Serum, Hyper Glow Serum, and the Hyaluronic Acid. I literally cannot go a day without those three. And you can shop Dime Beauty at www.dimebeauty.com and use code MAMANOS20 for 20% off site-wide. I'm like a little bit pissed off for you because absolutely not. You're not being dramatic. It is absolutely unacceptable for someone to think that they are high and mighty to just go to work, come home and do jack shit. You still own that home. This is still your family. You're still responsible to keep the love and happiness and care of your home alive. It doesn't matter. Being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job in itself. So I'm sorry. Like I'm so totally against People thinking that if they're the working parent, that they don't have any other responsibilities inside the home because that is bullshit. You are working just as much as that partner is. And at least there could be like some split chores or something. Well, it's like you got to find a balance. Like, obviously, yes. Okay. You're home all day. Are you going to split everything 100% 50-50? Maybe, maybe not. It's whatever you want to do, but there still has to be some responsibility like to 
think you can come home and be like, well, I worked, so you have to clean up after my messes. It's just ridiculous. Like, it's a compromise, just as everything is. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's really hard for many people to understand that being a stay-at-home parent is a job. It is a full-time job. You, if you were working, assuming with the cost of childcare, you would be spending a lot of money on childcare. You would both be working and exhausted. Who's going to cook dinner? Who's going to come home and be happy and excited and this and that? Nobody. Nobody's going to want to do that. So the fact that you're doing all of that and then you're also expected to do all of that and some, that's just silly to me. Like, yeah, he might be tired. He might have a demanding job, but there needs to be some type of compromise. It doesn't have to be like every day of the week or all day or whatever. It can be like on Saturdays. It is my turn to go spend some time alone X to do X, Y, and Z because I'm so mommed out. Or on Thursday evenings, it's your turn to order dinner and do the dishes. You know, like split it up a little. It doesn't have, like Tom said, it doesn't have to be 50-50, but it needs to be, there needs to be some balance. Oh, I could talk about this all day. It pisses me off. Yeah, better be pissed off than pissed on. <laughs> I really hope that you can talk to your partner about this and, I don't know, maybe play this episode for him. <laughs> I feel like I almost asked this question. Are you laughing? <laughs> Are you laughing because you know this is kind of about you, too? Well, it's not kind of about me. Okay, so we have a lovely lady here who wants to know, how do I get my husband to enjoy the holidays? I love celebrating all the holidays and my husband could give two clucks less about them. Our daughter is a bit older than Mila and I'm hoping her joy will make him love holidays. My birthday is this Thursday and I feel he's going to disappoint on an already disappointing birthday. What? I love my 30s, first of all. (laughs) It's not a disappointing birthday. But happy birthday. Second of all. Tom was never a fan of the holidays either. And I feel that you've gotten better with because of the kids, because just seeing their happiness and joy. And I feel like that started what around like two and a half, age two and a half. Yeah. I mean, that's for like the family holidays and like the big stuff and everything, which those, the advice for those ones is if he's not into it, don't put too much on him. Like, hey, can you help me do this quick? Yeah, okay, fine. But not, hey, go do this, go do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. We, 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 we. Like, that's your hobby-ish type scenario going on there. Just be like, hey, can you like play with the kids or read kid a book, do this, do that, while I decorate for Columbus Day or whatever it is you're celebrating? That's for the big holidays. But she said... He, like any, like her birthday. birthday. First of all, birthday is not a holiday. It's a birthday. Similar, different point is I've never been big into birthdays either. Nina is quite big into birthdays. Loves them. Loves to celebrate them. Loves to have her special day. And it's just, it, I kind of just realized one day that like it's more than what it is to me to her. Like if it's something that matters to her, it should matter to me. Oh. Right. 
Yeah. Don't yeah me. Do more of that. <laughs> I mean, you just got to find the way of making your significant other realize like it might not matter to you or it might be just another day. But for somebody else, it could be something they've been looking forward to or the start of a new year or them or whatever. Just Another thing I feel like works for us, maybe, is just being honest and transparent with what I want. Like I yeah. used to want, I used to want the surprises and I used to want him to figure it out and read my mind. And like, honestly, now he asked me this year what I want to do for my birthday. And I, I was, can't even read a book. So, and I told him, I want you to plan like a fun day date. Like, let's go do something. I don't want gifts. And I even gave him ideas. So you did not. I had my own ideas. Well, I thought I gave you ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Well, Mm -mm. anyways, try to let go of the like expectations and the assumption that all men should just know, you know, most partners don't know and they don't really get sentimental like women do. And I actually, I talked to Ellie about this in one of my episodes previously, how women are just more likely to do like research and read about things and look things up. Men just don't do that. They kind of just fly by the seat of their pants, generally speaking. Can't Um, confirm. (laughs) So I wouldn't take it personal, but definitely be more comfortable in telling him what you want or giving him a list. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Lists are great. (laughs) My boyfriend broke up with me after five years. It's so hard just to walk away. We both know we're not getting back together, but we do talk once in a while. Should I still be talking to him? I mean, no, unless for some reason you think that something has changed. Otherwise, you're just going to be in a repetitive cycle of time wasting and leading to the same point of, We've been together for this long. Do we just not be happy and stay together or do we break up and deal with the hard? I think you just got to deal with the hard and move on. Yeah, I would agree. I would say that you should stop talking, especially if you know you're not going to get back together. Um, It's hard to talk to someone that you had that kind of relationship with and still be friends, especially right away in the beginning. Um, It might fog things for you. I personally would try to stop talking completely. I've never mm. really found mm. any luck in being friends after breakup kind of situation. No, it just leads to old feelings coming up and things like that. And it, yes, it's hard, but every day it gets easier and easier and things change to where it's not an issue anymore and you'll be better off. Oh, this is a good one. How would you handle working opposite shifts and both working 50 plus hours a week? Parents of two little kids sleeps in on Saturdays to recover and naps half of Sunday to prepare for working again. Oof. First of all, that sounds awful. I'm so sorry that you're both working so much. Second of all, wow, like that is tough. And I feel like that's very common in -hmm. today's Mm -hmm. world to have. Both partners working so much. One thing you could do that I actually really like when we do is we 
feed the kids dinner, put them to bed, and then like have our own dinner and just chat. Yeah. I mean, that's good for Hannah and them. But if the question is more of like juggling the tasks and everything like that, I mean, the best advice would probably be to make a schedule or chart with who does what, when, like we have a thing in our like notes section of our iPhones that has on Monday, these are the chores we want to do. And Tuesday, Wednesday, like, and they have little check boxes. So when you do them and just kind of divide and conquer things as good as you can and try to provide the support, because if one of you is a morning person, but has to work second shift, you're going to want to get up and do stuff. But if the other person is trying to sleep, like you obviously don't want to wake them up because they're trying to sleep from just having worked. Yeah. And also keep in mind, I feel like weekends, a lot of people assume, oh, it's the weekend. I have to do this, this and that. We have to go do this. The kids need to go to the zoo, this and that. But you don't have to do any of that. Your kids need maybe 15 minutes a day with each of you together or separate, and they're going to feel fulfilled. So yeah, the sleeping in the naps and stuff, but maybe ask like, or not ask, but maybe discuss like, Hey, how about every other weekend you sleep in blah, blah, blah. And then every other weekend we go out to breakfast or whatever, like whatever is fitting for your family. So just a lot of talking, a lot of compromising. It's hard when you're tired. So I totally get it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that wraps up as many as we could squeeze into this episode. If you like this, guys, let us know and we can maybe do some more. Like I said, we're literally not professionals. <laughs> we're just like these random people telling you what to do with your life. Not even wearing pants. Oh, my God. He's not. No, neither of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tom. Okay. Well, what did you think? Did you feel like that was some good life advice we gave? Do you feel better about yourself? I mean, I'm a great person, so I don't need advice. Okay. Thank you for coming on and giving uh, such wonderful advice to the peoples. I appreciate your time. I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> no, you're not. Rude. If you guys enjoyed this episode... Make sure to subscribe to my podcast, Mama Knows. Leave me a review. I love reviews. Follow me on social media and we'll chat next week. Bye.